0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Real Women Speaking Out podcast. I am your host Katina Davenport from Lattes and Mama T's Boutique where we sell inspirational t-shirts and mugs. You can shop online at lattesandmamas.com. So this is episode 5 and Mother's Day had just passed this past weekend And it got me thinking about what it means to be a mom in 2018 and what it means to follow some of the so-called expert advice that is out there. There's so much to to choose from, so stay tuned. So yeah, Mother's Day just had come and gone, and it was a very, very um, good time. It was also stressful because we had to divide our time between two moms and I'm so grateful that my mom and my husband's mom are still living on this earth and we had an opportunity to spend time with them to treat them out to um, buy them gifts and also myself and you know um, everyone had a, a very very good time and we wanted to make sure that everyone was treated well Every mom was treated well, and we got everything that we wanted and needed on that day. So I started thinking about what it means to be a mom in 2018. And it means different things to different people. I know families are looking a lot different than they did about 60 or 70 years ago, even 50 years ago. Um, You know, moms and dads are not always in the home. You know, you might have one mom or two moms, two dads, or what have you, and things are certainly different, and children are being brought up in very, very different environments than than uh, they were several decades ago, and being a mom in 2018, in this age of information, and this age of enlightenment, I should and the age of just knowing everything about motherhood or getting advice from the internet, it's something. And I can think back about 10 years ago when my when I was pregnant with my daughter, you know, the internet was out, of course. It was 2007 when I had my first daughter and there were a lot of parenting advice. I was a part of a parenting message board and we were exchanging information um, about our experiences as it pertains to pregnancy and what to expect. And I believe the website was called What to Expect When You Are Expecting. There is also a series of books that are out with the same title. And I believe the website is by the same people, um, which is great for marketing. But anyway, I received a lot of advice. And the advice was just Very, very simple. And I had to make a choice about how I wanted to vaccinate my child, whether to take a vaccination while I was pregnant. And there were questions about uh, autism, autism and learning disabilities and and just all kinds of things, whether I wanted to be a mother that um, changed cloth diapers or use used cloth diapers or breastfed or use the breast pump and going back to work and you know it was just so much to consider and this type of stroller this type of car seat and you know where I was going to put my child I didn't you know I didn't go to work for a while and I was able to stay home and raise her and be with her for a couple of years and so with each child, it seemed like there was so much pressure on me to be perfect and to choose the correct way or method of raising my child. We have expert advice that tells us, oh, you shouldn't yell at your child. And your child is just so fragile, they're going to be scared and this and that is going to happen to them. And I remember seeing a video on Facebook regarding this topic. And it's kind of controversial in the mommy circle like you just shouldn't yell at your child at all you should talk sweetly and reason with the child and you know what that doesn't work in my family I don't call my children names I do not abuse them I do not um do anything that will verbally uh, abuse them either you know but yelling at my child to tell them you know stop what you're doing can definitely save their lives or because a lot of them or all three of them like to do dangerous stuff so if I'm going up to them talking about John get off the table and they don't get off the table what do you think I'm going to do okay and so like I said before as I begin to have more children. And all of this advice from the so-called experts started to come out. You have to pick and choose what's right for you first of all. And mothers should never judge each other for the way that they are raising their child unless it's absolutely abusive, okay? But there is a, a video that's going around. It's been going around on Facebook. It talks about consent and having your baby consent to having their diaper changed. That makes absolutely no sense at all. And I cannot believe that this so-called sexuality expert says, and here's how you do it, to have your baby consent to having their diaper changed. What you do is you ask, ask the baby if they want their diaper changed and you wait for body language. A baby cannot articulate verbal language or body language. That makes absolutely no sense. Like I said, this is, what I mean. this is my third time saying it, so I really mean it. You cannot ask a baby if they want their diaper changed because they can't tell you that. That is an absolute need of a child, of a baby, of a newborn. They need their diaper changed. So what do you do? If you are thinking about following that advice and saying, oh, this makes sense to me. So let me follow that advice and wait for body language or cues or what have you. And you don't get the body language that you expect. Or you just, you're just you waiting for them to make a sign or say I ah, or whatever and they don't say it. What are you going to do? You're going to let them stay in a diaper because what they're going to do is cry. And they are at risk for having a diaper rash. And diaper rashes can get really, really bad, you know. So that makes no sense. And for anybody to say that, you have to take it with a grain of salt. You cannot follow that advice. This is the one time that I would probably say don't follow that advice. Because it just, it wouldn't matter. Change your baby's diaper, they're crying. They need it changed. And then once the the diapers change and they feel fresh and clean and comfortable, they'll stop crying. So in 2018, being a mom we definitely have to make sure that we are following the correct advice and make sure that advice is not something that is not founded on any type of uh, of research at least follow the advice that comes from research and there's plenty of it I would rather for you to follow that type of information instead of following the advice of someone who is just coming on and saying something strange for the moment, okay? And being a mother in 2018, we really should get back to supporting each other and coming together as mothers instead of judging each other for our choices as a mother, Whether we are homeschooling or whether we are going to work or staying home, it really doesn't matter. But as moms, we share a deep experience and love for our children and that really should bind us and bring us together. And if we do have something to share with with another mother, share the information without feeling offended if the other mother doesn't agree. Okay. And being a mom in 2018 also means practicing regular self-care. We just got over Mother's Day and a lot of moms take that time to say, okay, I want to nap. I want to have breakfast in bed. I want to have a day off from the children, go to the spa or what have you. But these are things that we should do for ourselves regularly. On Friday, I had an opportunity to go wine tasting with some new mommy friends. And I can tell you, once I returned back to my family, I felt amazing. I felt alive. I felt vibrant. My children were, were upset that I was leaving in the first place. They're so used to me being around and so used to me or, or used to having access to me right away. But I needed that time so bad. So it's important that you establish a routine for yourself to practice self-care. Whether you're going to the salon once a week or whether you are going out with mommy friends or a part of social clubs or uh, creating businesses online or whatever that you need to do to create a space for yourself to, uh, it, that's just for you and not including your children because you need it. You know, you need it for your mental health. You need it for, for your physical health as well, because your mental health, you, if you're stressed out or if you're worried or always thinking about your children, that gets, you know, stress, stress can cause physical ailments. So those are the three things that I would say being a mom in 2018 you really 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 need those things. So, you know, that's it for the podcast. Just make sure that you are following the right advice and not judging moms and practicing self-care, self-care. So, that's it and I just want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast and and for now, I am definitely going to end it, but I look forward to to the next podcast. So make sure that you visit Lattes and Mama Teas Boutique at lattesandmamas.com for t-shirts and mugs with inspiration. I will see you guys in the next episode. Comments or questions can be made on YouTube Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, just look for lattes and mamas.